Hey Fadies, this is Chapter 6, Episode 10 of The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and it is wicked sweet to have you here with us. Shout out to our good friends over at DiceVault.co.nz, uh, beautiful prices for beautiful dices. Uh, I came up with that slogan, so uh, it wasn't them, don't don't hold it against them. Um, yeah, don't blame them for my mistakes. Anyway, you can snag yourself a tight 20% discount on dice and gaming accessories, uh, just by going to dicevault.co.nz and using the promo code RESISTANCE. That's right, our listeners get a 20% discount. Dicevault.co.nz, promo code RESISTANCE. In this episode, we are joined again by our good friend Waffles from the Waffles and Mario Talk About Things podcast. If you're not already listening to Waffles and Mario Talk About Things, what are you even doing? Go on, whatever app you're listening to us in... Search for Waffles and Mario Talk About Things, subscribe to it, and make your podcast life even better. Okay, what happened last time? Let's recap. Last time, Marley and Arcus met a halfling named Hot Beans, and Marley was reunited with her old friend, Foxworthy the Hog. However, the reunion was short-lived when Haydet, the god of knowledge, revealed that Frosty the Ancient White Dragon had freed itself from the mountain, and was headed their way. After it smashed down in the city square, our heroes rushed to confront the gargantuan menace. You can't call back to something that happened before the recording started. No. <laughs> You've That's illegal. Me. Nothing happened. <laughs> we all just freeze in place until Brad lets us go again. <laughs> you weren't supposed to say. <laughs> Now we'll be punished. Um, <laughs> I mean, accurate. <laughs> Can I please, completely out of context, get the three of you to roll me a d20? Sure can. Six. <laughs> Seven. Eight. <laughs> okay, and now okay. add your initiative modifiers because that's how this fight's going to go. Oh, um, also we need to roll <laughs> initiative for Stinky and Blinky. Ten, because they get their own initiative as well. Okay, so JD is ten. Oh, hi. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'd be seven. I'm just kidding. Um, Alright, uh, Stinky is 5 and Blinky is 16. Cool. How does this Frosty Boy do? And I'm seeing that their initiative sucks. So <laughs> I expected it would be extreme, but yeah, they only got a 14, so Blinky goes first of all things. <laughs> Slam straight into the action. So, yeah, so where we left off, Frosty the gargantuan ancient white dragon uh, had just smashed down in the town center of Stonemore and sent hordes of people running and screaming in all directions to get away and you all ran in the opposite direction towards the dragon uh, because you're heroes brave brave heroes we're what <laughs> Uh, so of course there is uh, Marley is here, she is ready to go, um, Arcus, the cloudy boy, with the recently armoured Rain, um, and our, our new friend Hot Beans, who is a halfling druid, who half the time is a mouse slash named Cool Beans. And you entered the town square, or the city square, to see this huge dragon with one claw crushing the heaped iron remains of the flywag. Excuse me. Slurped the burp. Uh... <laughs> Call back, damn it. That said I quit. I quit the podcast. Chills just leaves. I saw that coming. <laughs> And um, yeah, so you stood uh, right in front of this huge thing that is clearly about to be a big problem for a lot of people, unless you can do something about it. And Arcus was the only one who noticed, just out the corner of the eye, just for a second, a cloaked figure disappearing into the rubble nearby. Um, and then a icy blue hand appeared on Cool Beans' shoulder and gave 
him a chaos curse and disappeared. No, Waffles I... and I had a quick quick chat before the recording and established that since he is a halfling and halflings have something called halfling luck, which means they get to re-roll nat ones, um, that's going to make things a little bit interesting with the chaos curse for them in that when they roll a nat one, the chaos curse will prevail, but if it is if the result of the curse is something that will enable them to act again then they will get a he will get a chance to roll to re-roll but if for example he turns into a tree he's just a tree <laughs> tree ain't re-rolling <laughs> um so chaos will hit regardless of um of that luck that's a fun way to play it. i've been playing it in podcasts and one shots with um if a halfling rolls a one they get to re-roll it, but if they roll anything five or under, it hits them anyway. Okay. That, yeah, that's that's something I didn't even consider. Um, Waffles. Ultimately, I'll leave the call with you. How do you? Yeah. Like, what do you? No, think? I like I like your I like your way of doing it. I wasn't sure how your you way of do doing it, Brad, gives the possibility of rolling two ones and getting two yeah. chaos curses. That's what I was which thinking. Which is appealing. <laughs> yes, it is. Arcus, do you? as this fight is about to begin, tell your friends, like, shit, I just saw a cloaked person, blah, 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 or is that just knowledge that you're going to store in your head? I just, I'll keep it in my head hole. Okay. So, Blinky is going to be the first to act when we're ready. So what is Blinky, first of all? Oh, he's a direwolf. He's a direwolf, that's right, okay. And just as Blinky is about to leap into action, you all hear, like, this faint, very faint, but persistent rumbling sound. And then coming from the direction of the Vice District slash Banfor City is this blanket of hundreds of thousands of mice that sort of wash past you like a flood at your feet. 500,000 to be precise. 500,000 battle mice that swarm all over the dragon and it immediately starts to like shake and struggle against this... Yeah, it, I can best describe it as a blanket of mice that are covering it. And at initiative order zero, so at the end of every round, it's going to take 2d10 piercing damage from a combination of bites and tiny swords. Amazing. So, Blinky, what do you do? Uh, speaking of biting, <laughs> uh, Bink, uh, Blinky runs in and, uh, with vicious snarling teeth, uh, tries to find a nice soft spot to sink their teeth into this threat. Okay, there are no soft spots on a uh, an ancient white dragon, so really it's just going to have to go for a toe or something. Yes, it's it's taking a bite, but it gets advantage on attack rolls when there's friends around, and considering there's, that a, lot of- there's a lot of friends, uh, and his you know best mate is there, and he doesn't want to look bad in front of his best mate, he gets advantage. So let's see how this goes. Um, Oh, cool. So that's a 23 to hit. Okay. Yeah, he finds a spot on one of Frosty's toes and chomps down. Cool. Uh, and that's 2d6 plus 3 damage. Which Okay, is... how do you kill the ancient white dragon? <laughs> Gets eaten. <laughs> that's it. He just needed to have his toe bitten. Nice. Um, so that's 15 damage he does. Okay, cool. Strong start. So Frosty um, is going to, first of all, yeah, he's still writhing against the swarm of mice that is um, set upon him, and there's no, sort of nothing he can do about it. But he's still going to struggle against it. And you can, you already saw before he got bathed in mice that he was very injured from the ordeal yesterday on the mountain. He's got a large gash over his right eye, and a big chunk of his left flank is completely missing must have been crushed by ice or, or, or sliced open or something um, so yeah you can tell visibly that he is damaged he's not fighting at full capacity but regardless of that I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw please 19 17 12 I have a plus 7 and I rolled a 12 <laughs> uh, Waffles do your direwolves Need oh. to roll this. It's it's everyone. Everyone. Okay, let me do that. The the mice ah. are immune. <laughs> they are just a blanket. Oh, um, <laughs> so they rolled a four and a six. <laughs> okay, so every single one of you <laughs> failed. 
I'd ask if I should be rolling for Rain, but I don't think... <laughs> no, Rain is going to be the sole survivor here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, a, a mouse against a dragon. That's a big first enemy. <laughs> a big step. One small step for mice. Uh, one big step for mouse kind, though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. a lot of rolling. Stop rolling, guys. <laughs> I would well prefer you just rolled them all at the same time than to well, hear this. It's twelve d eight. I only have one d eight. That's what like, I mean. Can me. we just buy you more dice so that oh, you I've can got, roll them plenty. all at once? I've got plenty. I just like rolling d eights lots of times. Uh, <laughs> You're sick, is... Brad. You're sick. <laughs> That's only fifty one cold damage for everyone. Good. Oh. I love it. Wait, I um, have resistance to cold. Yeah. Arcus, you have it. You take twenty five. Good, because I have 58 points. <laughs> As uh, Frosty is struggling against all these mice, and he's just taken a big bite, or he's had a bite taken from his toe, he just leans down and roars this just bellow of cold, icy wind everywhere, all around you, just surrounds the area with just biting cold and you all take 51 cold damage and it sucks and Marley yep Mm -hmm. so mice are all over it there isn't a piece of it that is not oh yeah it's it's so big that despite the sheer quantity of mice there are still big patches where it's completely uncovered the reason I'm asking is because would there be like a a maybe a five foot cubish kind of area that would be free? I'll let, I'll let your spells not hurt the mice. Okay, I'll be nice. I'll be nice I to didn't, them. I didn't want to because it would change. Like I wouldn't do that if it was going to hurt the mice. You know. You kill twenty thousand mice. <laughs> yeah, I like Marley feels bad enough about the wolf puppies. Okay, she wouldn't do that on purpose. I want to do um, cloud of daggers at fourth level and kind of set it on the drain obviously that means that it does take the damage on its turn but yep. i still think that's probably one of the higher things i can do okay cool yeah i like it so there's a cloud of daggers that just appears like swirling around uh, a, a mouseless spot on um Let's, let's say right over its injured left flank where there's like a big chunk already taken out of it. You sort of see, yeah, you're, this, the, the daggers start swirling around over this like pink patch. Nice. And on its turn, it's going to take some damage. Is that your whole turn or do you move around? Do you take any other actions? I think I get maybe sort of into position if I can with... I can't flank with the mice. Um, and it's probably going to take too much of my movement to get on the other side of this thing. And I don't want to open myself up to opportunity attacks. I'm trying to get like into position to flank kind of with the dog. So I guess I'm going to start moving around, but in a way that I don't get opportunity attacked. So how far can I get? I'm not going to do any opportunity attacks with this. Okay. So I basically move 30 foot around it. Maybe the back end, away from the snappy end. So you try and move around to the tail end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the sheer size of it, you couldn't get around in one turn, but you, yeah, you get a lot of way. Mm. You get away from the pointy end, basically. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you you mentioned the the pups then. So are the direwolves still alive after that fifty-one cold damage? No, they're not. They are dead. All right. Yeah. True. Okay. They are yeah. Gone. So that that, way, that blast of cold <laughs> oh. like froze them. That it completely froze them into statues and. They just let out a tiny popsicles, <laughs> yeah, popsicles, <laughs> and then they both like both frozen popsicles fell over and shattered. Ow! Oh. Okay, and it is Arcus. I'm not using this thing's legendary actions just yet. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. I've run a dragon <laughs> too, you know. That would have been me <laughs> if I didn't have cold resistance. I would have been a popsicle. No, we'd, we we should all be dead right now, <laughs> technically. <laughs> it's not even to do with the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm gonna use. I have. I don't use it a lot, so I'm gonna. I'll make a point. I'll use my staff of thunder and lightning. Whip it out and try okay. and bonk. <laughs> bonk some lightning into it. How does this work? What does it do? It's got I, like I hit it with four lightning. different spell options, I think. Yeah. So really, pick the pick the beefiest or tastiest one, and then bonk. Oh yeah, I mean I will thunder and lightning it together. You can use an action to use the lightning strike and thunderclap properties at the same time. It doesn't extend cool. expend the daily use of these properties. Only the use of this one. Yeah, there's I can do it once. <laughs> Ah, this is a net 20. <laughs> 23 to hit. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you hit it with lightning or thunder or both. Yeah, both. Lightning strike and thunder clap. So it does the lightning strike, which they have to do. A deck save. A DC 17. And the thunder clap, which they have to do a DC 17 con save. So okay. it does both. So there's it, two different saves. It failed its deck save, but I'm going to use legendary resistance to succeed. And <laughs> it succeeded on its con save, so that's two successes. So half of 9d6 lightning and half of 2d6 thunder. Cool. So make uh, roll up some damage there, Arcus. Okay, I got 30, so 15. Nice. So big, li- a big like, describe the way the lightning hits the, the dragon. Like, does it come out of the staff, or does it summon from the sky? Like, it's up to you. As I'm hitting it with the staff, I want lightning to come out of the staff. <laughs> and just right, okay. ripple through its body. <laughs> right, so you yeah, so you ran up to it and what, hit its toes or something? <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I smack it on the... <laughs> I, I try to shin it. <laughs> smack it right in the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, and there's this bolt of electricity just shocks right through it, and you hear some of the mice going like, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Classic mouse noise. And then roll the 2d6 of thunder damage as well. And it's a deafening thunderclap, which is audible to 600 feet. <laughs> um, so I got eight. Okay. So four. I don't think I need to call Hodge. <laughs> so yeah the 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 lightning sort of bolts and arcs through the the dragon and then it also Uh, just gets yep arcs and then (laughs) then it gets hit with this just wallop of pure sound and it echoes throughout the whole city enough that all the screaming running people in the distance you briefly hear them all stop screaming for like a second as they try and figure (laughs) out what the fuck that sound was and then the screaming resumes boom power yeah, and Marley, I'd say it's pretty safe to say wherever Hodge is, he heard that. Yeah, and Hodge knows I'm probably near it. Yeah, <laughs> Hodge knows loud noise, Marley's there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now Hot Beans. Yeah, he, he quickly weighs up his auctions. He sees the his direwolves gone, so there's a single tear, just, or two singular tears rolling down either cheek. As, as he sort of is mourning the loss of, of Stinky and Blinky uh, and he sees the lightning and it gives him an idea uh, and so from to run his, away is <laughs> <laughs> is quite stealthy you could just disappear and you'd never see him um, but no he uh, takes from his pocket a small shard of glass with uh, a little bit of Kiori fur around it and you can tell this is sort of quite a sacred item to him he's sort of quite attached to it and he sort of has these sort of very quick memories but um the sort of anger sort of flares at the loss of his direwolves even though they were fey and they've gone he can summon them again he's 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 pissed he doesn't like it when people hurt his creatures and so a crackle of lightning is uh, gonna come from his hand and so uh, i'm gonna say he's about 60 feet away uh and he is going to cast lightning bolt on this dragon and so it needs to take a 16 dexterity save that is a natural 20, my friend. Dang! Um, he takes half damage. Okay. Um, and so that is... 9d6. We'll do some math. Takes another 15 damage. So just this bolt of lightning cracks against him, and Frosty turns his head to the sky and roars upwards in probably more annoyance than pain. 
he keeps getting shocked. He, 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 he aimed specifically for where the bite was, and so he's hitting this, yeah. this little toe. Uh, and as a bonus action, he casts nice. Magic Stone, which is a cantrip, and he sort of, he, he just quickly grabs three pebbles from the ground, and he casts Magic Stone, and, and he gives one of them um, to both Arcus and Marley, and he says, if in doubt, throw. <laughs> and okay. So you've now got a Magic Stone, which if you throw it, deals 1d8 damage. I'm not sure you could give that to Marley, considering she's probably around the tail of the dragon right now. Well, he has them. So he's got three magic stones, and if you get close to them, he's going to give you one. Okay, so you have an inventory of magic stones. Yes, plus three cool. magic stones. Cool, and now it's end of initiative, so the mice are going to bite and stab, bite and stab, and they are going to deal Frosty 13 damage. Deal frosty 13 damage And now we're back round to uh, the top of initiative which would be Blinky if if he wasn't a pupsicle so it's Frosty's turn who takes cloud of dagger damage Which means he takes damage I'm 23 slashing damage Nice Please Just to automatically happen every turn As long as he stays with like it stays so he's some part of him is within that five foot cube yes <laughs> which i mean he there is so much of him that he can't get away from that cube very easily unless he flies like just flies up in the air okay so he did not recharge his cold breath successfully so uh what he's going to do is go, he's going to use his frightful presence so i need all of you to make a uh, make a save, please. A wisdom save, DC 15. Uh, that's a net 20. Okay. Uh, plus, is, plus 4 wins, so that's a 24. And I also believe, if I'm correct, yeah, I'm immune from being frightened. Because oh, I'm a druid. Go. So I'm not scared. Um, I got 22. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you are not frightened by Frosty's frightful presence. I'm not scared of the dragoon. What a silly name. Frosty gives you an eye like uses his one good eye because the his right eye is being gashed use his left eye sort of like just glares at you like it's dragon (laughs) (laughs) doesn't say the Um, words but its eye tells a story i i rolled a 15 i think okay yeah you you had to make a 15 so as long as it's 15 or higher so meets beats um yeah well you all successfully uh avoided being frightened by frosty which is probably probably a bad move because now he's gonna he's gonna get you um he can now do three attacks a bite and two claws or but instead what he's gonna do is he's going to lunge forward at or lunge down at the um the halfling sneaky beastie boy who's just made some magic stones and cracked him with lightning and he's going to try and bite uh that is Plus 11 is a 17 to hit you. Just, just hits. Uh, that is, uh, he does 15 piercing and 8 cold as he just chomps you. And one claw is going to slash out at the cloud demon who is there whacking him with a stick. A zappy stick. That is only a 16 to hit, which does not hit your AC, I believe. I basically so, just used my thing as a taser, by the way. Like, I just invented <laughs> tasers. I just want to that put being that said, out there. Uh, I think, I think um, Banfor invented tasers with the shotcock. <laughs> His was a more, you know, like, look, anything in society is created by the BDSM community, obviously. This is not. <laughs> Yeah. It's moving it, it outside of the bedroom that's the real big brain stuff, is all <laughs> I'm saying. So he swipes this huge claw, and you manage, um, Arcus, to just go like incorporeal just in time, so the claw just swishes right through you and does nothing. Love that um, for me. But he's going to swing his tail as his third attack at the, uh, the half-elf lady. That is an 18 to hit. How are, how are you, half-elf lady? Um... I had to take off my shield, sorry, because I realised I didn't say I had my shield out. So um, we can retcon if you if you think Marley would have equipped herself with her shield in this situation. Um, I don't think she she'd be running with her shield out. Like 
I don't think she's used to it yet, so probably not. Okay. Um, but she does have a 17 armor class without the shield now. Okay, so that, yeah, that hit her. Did it, did it, did it, did Couple of d8s. Oh, these are low. Yep, so how much damage am I taking, Brad? So, uh, Frosty sweeps his giant tail and it smacks you down for only 10 bludgeoning damage. That was a very, very shitty roll. Cool. Nice. Uh, and now it is Marley's turn. Okay. Um, she's maintaining concentration on the cloud of daggers. Oh, you need to roll a con save, don't you? Yeah, I do, actually. Twelve? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you succeeded. That's fine. Hot Beans is down, by the way. Oh, really? Yep. And out? <laughs> Why didn't you say that when that happened? <laughs> you took the bite. Oh, because, you know, you guys were talking. Yeah, just he very dramatically <laughs> drops to the ground as he takes the bite. So Frosty takes a big chunk out of you, fills <laughs> you full of cold, and you're down. Yeah. Because um, that will influence, or probably influence, how the others handle themselves. So, yeah, Marley, what is your action after that maintaining concentration? Mm, that is confusing now because most of my stuff is touch <laughs> and I'm running in the opposite direction well the tail just uh, swept over you so maybe you could do something about that yeah I think maybe I run I'm gonna have to run back because all of my heal spells are touch so I will run back in that general vicinity wherever he fell okay so you run back to um, Frosty's feet yeah, I only moved one action away, so I'm um, one movement lot away, so I'll use one movement lot to come back. <laughs> you run away from the front of the dragon, get knocked down by the tail, and go, actually, I'm going back to the front. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to boost a, a, a first-level kill wounds at you um, just to get you back up. It only gives you nine healing points, but she's conscious of the fact of saving spell slots you know yeah, totally understood and i'm hoping because you're a druid you can heal your bloody self once you wake up <laughs> oh yes i can i've i've got <laughs> contingencies mm-hmm. that you just need to be conscious for <laughs> yeah 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 arcus what do you do um marley has just run back to hot beans and brought him back to his feet um how does that influence you and your movements I'm going to take another shot at the dragon, I think, and this time I'm going to try to call lightning on it. You have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, that is a 17. Okay, so you take half as much damage. Okay, cool. One second. I'm used to doing this on my big computer and the screen is so small. <laughs> it's just so little. It's just so little. Um, I got thirty-two, so sixteen. Okay, light cool. damage. Sweet. Um, do you do anything else with your turn? Do you move? Do yeah. You bonus? Can I? I want to do my bonus action of summoning my weapon. Those. Okay, your spiritual weapon. Cool. Yeah, spiritual weapon. That's the word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like the non-corporeal one. <laughs> what form does it take today? Um. Can I just, could I just summon like a, a little dagger and just like stick it into its knee? Yeah, I like that. Just this little tiny rage against the machine. Yeah. <laughs> the smallest thing I can think of. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you can make an attack with that. Okay, so that is, I got, ooh, I got 26 to hit. That's a hit. And five damage. Okay. Every little bit counts. You just stab this. What color is your spiritual dagger? Blue. Okay. Like so like really hot lightning fire. Nice. This like lightning dagger just jabs into the leg or foot of of this gigantic white dragon, and uh, yeah, you don't know if it did much, but um, yeah, you know it did something. You're like I helped. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helpful. <laughs> Stabity stab. <laughs> Um, and Hot Beans, you've just been revived? Yes. Um, 
Ah, all right, time to be the druid. He jumps into the air and dies. You see, haha, no, you see out of his uh, wooden armor. It's actually a natural armor. I've got a whole lore about the armor, actually. Um, he comes feathers, and you see his feet shrink and become talons. His face becomes a giant beak with two tiny little beady eyes. And he has transformed himself into a giant eagle. And he oh my flies. God, I love animals. Yes. Um... <laughs> And as you see this, the armor and everything he's got on him shrinks back into himself and he flies 80 feet into the air away from this thing that just almost killed him. He's a bit scared. Just like straight up or do you get some horizontal distance too? Um, He's sort of backing away. So he's sort of, sort of, he's he's high up and he's about one movement away. He's off to go pick up some hobbits. (laughs) I wish. I feel like you just glossed over something like really massive, which was the the clothes do what? They, they... Um, so with wild shape, <laughs> I either have two options. I can either drop my stuff and become naked, or uh, and right. this is in the books. He they absorb their armor into their wild shape form, and so he's absorbed his armor, which is made out of a living tree, um, into himself, and he is now a giant eagle and okay so it's not yeah. a okay so it becomes a part of him it wasn't yes. like a part of him all along is what i want to know like <laughs> are you he's, your clothes kind he of he would like he would like to think himself in a symbiotic relationship with his armor he's always wearing it he's uh, had it ever since he was a druid he found a small uh, shrub and he uh, sort of grew the shrub into his armor he also uses it as his weaponry uh, and uh, so it, the armor is sort of in a symbiotic relationship with him. He's never taken it off, and he's always smelling like fresh brewed coffee, um, because it's a coffee tree, which is where he gets all the coffee he sells from. He's he's got he's sort of got a living coffee tree armor, which is now inside of him. I like Not that. Yes. I like that it's a living thing. I feel like that makes it more okay. Although if we were to like really analyze clothing, I guess it's all kind of made out of plant matter anyway. Yes, or but this is alive. Hide. And every time but he's, this is alive. Hmm. Yeah, and every time he sort of stays still, the roots shoot out from his feet and into the ground. Um, and so, if he's taking a drink, he'll water himself and water the plant. In animorphs, what they do is they wear like lycra clothing, <laughs> and it's the <laughs> only clothing they can wear that they can morph in. That's just a no. fun fact. <laughs> Very cool. No, so he's animorphed into a giant eagle, and. Um, wild shapes and takes my action, away. so he in flown away. Yeah, so he can't really do much else this turn. But he's a giant eagle now, so that's fun. <laughs> he's a giant eagle who's left the fight. Sayonara, suckers. The eagles are coming. Oh no, the eagles they got. I'm, I, he, he just screams. See you, suckers. I've got to pick up some hobbits. <laughs> no, he said sayonara, Half-lings, suckers. Half-lings, half-lings. Because yes. that was the end of a grow out yes. of it podcast episode. True, every episode. Um, and the mice are now going to, or the Kyori, are going to bite down on the uh, their little dragon that they're riding. Little dragon. Uh, <laughs> for 14 piercing damage on that. And that is the end of round two. We're back around to Frosty to take some more um, Cloud of Dagger damage. I think it continues to take the same amount each turn once okay, I've so rolled it it continues what, to do that what was it last time I didn't 23 right. it was 23 okay boy this is a real battle of mice and men huh <laughs> yeah so far Frosty has just been planted on this one spot uh. <laughs> yum 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 you see you see what I mean you, see, you understand <laughs> and you said the, the callback wouldn't make sense <laughs> Now I feel like I have to explain it. I've, you know, I've talked about this on podcast before as well. I'm just going to be the crazy person that like slaps up people's burps, and for some reason I've decided to do it. Like no one's forcing me except for my own brain. I saw a like, (laughs) I saw a meme that was like ADD is you were just possessed by a demon, but the demon is also you, and that's how I feel like (laughs) all the time. 
I slap people's burps because it's funny and it makes them angry. If you want to anger your friends or make them immeasurably happy next time they burp, slurp them. Some people, it makes them feel wanted. Um, they feel appreciated and other people have a visceral no reaction like Jules does and absolutely just hate it. Uh, and both of those reactions are fun to see and you will learn more about your friends by doing it. Don't do it with farts. <laughs> I've already given this preamble, but <laughs> before we recorded, don't do it with farts. There are poo particles um, in the air. So listeners will probably be annoyed. I mean, about that as well, but <laughs> about the fact that we're now two rounds in and I haven't used any of the dragon's more formidable stuff. Um, we're almost dead. Yeah, I think we're fine with it. Oh, no, no, no. I, know you're, I know you're fine with it. Um, yeah, this is a severely injured dragon. This isn't a full statted dragon. I did downscale it considerably. But um, that being said, it's now going to, uh, since the eagle has sort of disappeared, it's going to try and bite the, uh, let's see, out of the cloud who's stabbing it with a little lightning dagger and the half-elf who healed the eagle, or healed the now eagle. Let's see. Uh, one, two, three. It's going to bite Arcus. Uh, nope. It's biting Marley. Uh, oh, I pulled out my shield in the last turn, by the way. Okay. Definitely. That, it's a good thing you after said getting, that. <laughs> yeah, after getting smacked by a tail, I think she would have thought about it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it, just rolled a, it just rolled an 18 to hit, so good thing you got nice. my shield out. <laughs> So yeah, it tries to bite you and you manage to just hold your shield up in time and it just chomps like the edge of the shield and you've got this gigantic dragon face like breathing right down on you and the only thing stopping its teeth from clamping down on you is your shield. Um, and it's going to then swipe out with both of its claws at the cloudy boy. That is for one definite hit and one definite miss. <laughs> Okay. I imagine 19 plus 11, 30 is a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so yeah, one, one of the claws slashes just right through you, but you are unprepared for the second slash that um, comes around and gets you for um, 12 slashing damage. Cool. So, yeah, still, it, still here. <laughs> yeah. So it currently has the two of you sort of right up close to it, and um, Hot Beans is Ooh, off, off in that. I know, right? There's like, a lot mm, of love letters. There's a lot of dragons in love in this. <laughs> dragoons um, and lagoons. The romantic <laughs> meeting spot. <laughs> and now it's Marley's turn. Um, I have a new ability, which I was just trying to... F oh, why do I just assume that my computer is going to know what I mean when I type things into Google, but I mean for it to be a D&D &D thing? Um... I just literally just typed command into Google, expecting it to know that what I want is the D&D 5e spell. Um, I can yeah. relate to that. The other day I Google searched Mark. <laughs> I was like, why isn't it coming up with the person that I want? Right? So weird. Ah, oh, but dragons are probably real wise. I basically want to do it anyway, just for funsies. Um, is this a wisdom save? As a, as a, yeah, it's a bonus action on each of my turns uh, once per long rest. Now that I'm all like, you know, extra fey bardy now. Like I've, I can, shit, this like shimmer of real fey more than you guys have ever seen before comes over Marley and she casts her hand out towards the dragon. She's like, leave! And she tries to command it to go. Is that one of the established commands that can you can set on it? Essentially, it just has to be like a one word, easy to understand thing. You know what I mean? That's why she, she picks leave. Okay. It, <laughs> to see if that works. It failed, so it's going to use one of its legendary resistances to instead. To succeed. It now only has one remaining of those, so keep it up. Damn it. So, okay, so, so that was her bonus, bonus action. Yep. And she's like, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> Worth a go. <laughs> but um, I can't do that because it's concentration. I can't do that because it's concentration. Uh, she's just gonna thunder wave, dude. 
She's okay. gonna go back to back to what she's good at. Okay. Uh, con save is con save seventeen. Yeah. That is a oh, that is a sixteen. That's another fail. Nice. Does it want to spend another resistance? Yeah, it does. It doesn't want to get hurt by your thunder wave, so it's going to take half damage. Yeah, half of twenty-two is eleven. Okay. Nice. I can't wait until command works one day. It's going to be epic. <laughs> I like that that shimmery like wave of real, real otherworldly about Marley just drops and she goes, "Damn it! <laughs> I thought that was going to work," and then she just goes, "Ah!" <laughs> Thunder waves towards it instead. <laughs> if I can't be all uh, all fancy, I'm just going to be loud. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so the, yeah, you belt out this thunder wave, and it just gets hit by this blast of sound, and uh, yeah, takes eleven damage in the process, and it is now Arcus. I want to call lightning. I'm gonna zap it. Big old okay. zap. Big old zap. Zapperunio. So do a dexterity save. Yep, it's run out of resistances now. Um, Dex save. <laughs> That is still a 20, though, unnet. <laughs> That's fine. Just take half as much. Okay. Are you using up high-level spell slots for that? Yeah, this is fifth okay. level. Yeah, the the last one I did was um, sixth level, and then this is fifth level. I have one more slot here. Um, I got 32. Okay, so it's going to half that. Yeah, so 16 again. Uh, Okay, let me just do some maths. Wow, you've done a, f- you've bu- you've all done a fuck ton of damage to this thing so far. Um, and I, before- I also want a bonus action oh, yeah. if I can. Are you gonna do your little dagger? <laughs> well, the dagger's still there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to yank it out and shove it back in. Straight back in the same slot. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, make an attack. AC nineteen. Uh huh. Nah, I got a 12. Okay, yeah. So you, you this time you sort of hit it at a weird angle and it just glances off the scales. doesn't quite go Damn. back into the same wound. Uh, and before Damn. Hot Beans' turn, um, I'm finally going to use a legendary action. Um, something I should have done in the first two rounds, but I've been going easy on you. And it just wants these two pests away from it. So it's going to do a wing attack. And you both need to make a deck save 21. So it's just going to just suddenly do a very violent flap of both of its wings. Just to try and get you to fuck off. Nah. Yeah, I got a 10. I got a 23. Okay. So Arcus... Dixie as fuck! Yeah. So Arcus, you take um, 14 bludgeoning damage. And you get knocked to the ground prone. Uh, Marley, you take nothing. But um, Frosty then can fly straight up. Um, as it flaps its wings, and it's going to provoke an attack of opportunity from Marley. Did it get its extra 30-23 again? Before yes, it, it did, did that, when it yep. started the turn? Okay, yeah. Uh, no, that, this isn't its turn, this is just a legendary action. Oh yeah, legendary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so you can attack of opportunity <sighs> as it's starting to flap its wings and fly off the ground. Arcus, how are you doing after taking that damage and being knocked to the ground? I'm alive. I'm fine. I'm holding in. I'm definitely going to heal next round, so don't let me fight. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I do need to heal. Don't, don't let you fight? Yeah, if I forget and I'm like, I'm going to hit it, be like, no, you have 7 HP, please heal yourself. <laughs> um, I don't have a uh, weapon technically drawn, Brad. Okay. Um, I can probably... If you allow it, draw my rapier and hit it with that, or I'll just have to unarm strike it. <laughs> you just want to try it. Kick Punch it. Punch a dragon. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I've, since you're holding a shield with one hand, I imagine it'll be quite difficult for you to like quickly whip out a weapon. So yeah. if you want to, you can try and just punch it as it flies. Sure. Let's do it. He had a 16 to punch. Okay, it's a nineteen. So yeah, you just you just sort of slap ineff- ineffectively against it. <laughs> Fair it, enough. It, 
it just feels weird against your hands. Like you're like, ugh, cold scales. Ugh. And now it's Hot Bean's turn. You're at a distance. You're an eagle. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna f- <laughs> gonna fly in and attack it twice. It's in the air, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's uh, about twenty feet off the ground, so it's still not like flying high, but it's definitely out of like ground melee range. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna swoop in and attack it. And as an eagle, I get to attack it twice. Um, okay. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Classic eagle attacking twice. Yep. Um, so <laughs> that's what they're known for. So one was a nat 20 and the other one um, was a 19 plus 5 was a 24. So that's a 24 and a 25 to hit. Okay. Yeah, two two, two hits and one of which is a crit. So noise. Noise. Um, so the crit is 1d6, which was a 4 plus 3. Um, so the crit is 7 damage and critical is twice, isn't it? Uh, roll it twice. I roll it twice. Oh, that's yeah. So it is roll the same thing. Um, yep. So it takes fourteen damage as uh, my beak slams into it, uh, and it takes. Whereabouts? Oh, I'm gonna say middle back. Um, say the mice are the curie see me coming and scatter and reveal they, cre- they create a landing strip and you've got like an air controller <laughs> waving you in yes. like, come and attack here yep um Fuck! peck peck yeah uh so it's takes uh overall 24 damage uh yeah so it, so it gets bitten uh with the beak and then the both the talons come in and sink into its back and i'm assuming that i'm an eagle riding a dragon right now Okay, it's going to try and use another legendary action to whip you with its tail. It's trying to, going to try and whip you off of its back. Right. Um, that is a... Oh, that is only a 14 to hit you. <gasps> yeah, it's just feathers as armor. It hits. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, yes, so it, it smacks the eagle for... Which sounds like a weird euphemism, to be honest. <laughs> no, just we smack told you about smacking the eagle. eagle. <laughs> Caw, 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 I'm a... Squawk! <laughs> we don't even have any eagles. Uh, for 12 bludgeoning damage, and it smacks you off of its back. How's the eagle sure. hurting after taking 12? I don't know how much HP a giant eagle has. Uh, he's, 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 he's not liking it, but he's, he's still alive. Okay, and now the mice uh, will bite down on the dragon. Uh... It'd be so funny if the mice end up killing the dragon. <laughs> That's right, they <laughs> That's right, they might. They I've deserve it. Damage. They've been doing, yeah, right. It was like fifteen and then oh. fourteen, which like oh. all of ours have been halved and around about the same. Yeah, uh, this time it's only eight. It's all about. Uh, I, I mean, I can't say that now. <laughs> it's like power uh-huh. to the people, you know. Like you oh, can yeah. do anything they're, they're, if you if you band together. They're rising <laughs> up against their oppressors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we are down to uh we're in round four now and it is frosty's turn and i'm going to take a moment to see if it recharges its breath weapon it does not how's frosty looking because as an eagle i'm very perceptive very bad oh oh nice nice. um love that okay yeah actually roll me a perception check just to see how much info you can gather from frosty's condition he's giving us his eagle eye (laughs) situation uh, that's a 14. Didn't roll too well with that. Okay, yeah. I mean, you can just add up the, you know, all the attacks that have successfully landed against it. And you've seen lightning, you've seen thunder, uh, or heard thunder that echoes um, in the distance. And you've, you know that you heard it a lot with your pecs as well. You have a pretty good idea that the dragon is doing very poorly. For some reason, I thought that you were hurting it with your, like, pecs. You know what I mean? Like, like somehow you were flexing your pecs and just it was Dwayne doing Johnson damage. Dwayne Johnson just... Well, Terry Except Crews he's just a giant bird. bird. Yep. Except he's I, a bird. I know, I just... So they're chicken breasts. <laughs> I just want to step out of the podcast for a second, of the, st- or of the fight for a second, and totally... Um, acknowledge the uh, history of Aotearoa New Zealand t-shirt that Waffles is wearing <laughs> yes uh, yes yep. big fan Hans mm-hmm. Hans it's got a tuatara on it uh, you go to his website um, support him he's a great guy uh, yeah history of Aotearoa New Zealand great podcast uh, you should check it out love tuataras they are awesome. <laughs> they have three eyes 
and their third eye is used to gauge daylight uh, and they weren't breeding and then they realized that it was because there wasn't enough daylight and their third eye was just like well it's not breeding season and so they um, changed the artificial lighting in their inhabitants uh, and in their habitats and then they um, got to fucking because third eye blind <laughs> I love that for them. I love yeah. I love telling people that they're dinosaurs, and I love the people that know that they're not really complaining about that to me. It's, it's all fun. They're not dinosaurs. They're older than dinosaurs from but, an ancient yeah. lineage of lizards that, that split off from dinosaurs. I guess it would be more correct to say that they're prehistoric, you they know? <laughs> but yes. in, in a sense that they're as old as, such older than, very old creatures that haven't evolved. Yes. I think when I think dinosaurs, and I know it's like technically a group, but I'm not a paleontologist so I don't abide by the rules um, I'm a bad boy when it comes to dinosaurs yeah well, I'm a rebel you know like well, I consider it all anything that's prehistoric I'm like that was a dinosaur I see a mammoth I'm like dinosaur you know <laughs> like it's all <laughs> well technically technically hot beans is a dinosaur right now because birds are dinosaurs yeah well I, I agree yes. <laughs> I've so seen chickens a... I've had chickens I yes. know that they're just T-Rexes. Have you seen images of that, like, that people yep. drawing T-Rexes with oh, enough fluff and flair that like they look like T-Rexes chickens? T-Rexes are so cute. Yes. <laughs> I love them so much. I hope <laughs> that's what they look like. I hope. Oh, it is. Definitely is, yes. <laughs> anyway. Brad's like, I need to interrupt. So back to <laughs> the dinosaur, dinosaur fighting forever. a dragon fight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the Archaeopteryx. Anyway. Boom! Yeah. Um, the yeah, so uh, it's going to it's, use its turn. It's going to lash out in the air and bite at the eagle. Uh, um, I'm not liking this. That is a twenty-one to hit the eagle with a bite. Yep, he gets bit. He don't get bit, y'all. Uh, fourteen piercing and three cold. Wait, nine cold. Yeah, he, he's gonna drop to the ground uh, and revert back into herself. Okay, so the eagle just and then yep. falls and thud on the cobblestones. Yep. And yeah, just unanamorphs back into a halfling. Yeah, the feathers shrink back in as the armor uh, slowly takes its place back, and he just is gonna let out a groan. Ow. There's like a family running away on the street and one of the kids was like, oh my gosh, let's get the chick, we have dinner tonight. And then they see you turn back into a person. They're like, fuck, dragon attacks our house and we don't get chicken dinner. As as a bonus action, I give them some vegetables. (laughs) Eat your vegetables. (laughs) And Frosty is not going to use his two claw attacks because instead he, since he has been quite injured, he's going to stay flying uh, 20 feet up above you. Right. Great. Yep. He's going to hover and assess the situation further. Um, does he still take his cloud of daggers? I would say yes, he no, does. It's, Just it's only a five foot cube, which I put. Yeah, but you put it up on his back, which might be still still touching him where he is now. He's only flying twenty feet off the ground. Just enough to be not hittable with stuff with physical stuff. Is is he gargantuan or whatever? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. If it's a cloud above him, then surely he raised up into it to get out. It might be inside him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So in that case, he, he takes uh, twenty-three more damage from his like underbelly getting shredded. And yeah, he's now aware that maybe I should fly a bit higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not his turn. It is Marley's turn. Okie dokie. <gasps> Toke, drugs are bad. How could you, Marley? I looked up to you. I can't. I wow, wow. We all know Marley smokes some blood weed at least once. <laughs> um, <sighs> what a fiend! <laughs> Probably only the one time. <laughs> not even what? Not even once. Not Imagine even. Imagine smoking blood weed with Arcus. Arcus would like become the weed. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, do you want a hot box? <laughs> I'll be the, <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the weed. <laughs> no, you be the box. I'll be the. We- this is wait. <laughs> Arcus walks into a room. Anyone want to smoke me? <laughs> oh, as a druid, hot beans knows all the best weed. Like the blood weed in Banfor City. 
Woo! It grows that'll, out of Hopkins' armor. Yes. <laughs> uh, Marley, what it is coffee doing? armor. <laughs> it's a coffee strain of sleep. It's a shield. Mine? He's just got a weed shield. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, Marley casts Hail of Thorns as her bonus action while she pulls out her hand crossbow. Sort of sits it on the top of her shield, takes aim and fires. Okay, make uh, one or two attacks. <laughs> one or two. Well, it's her choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm firing at the same thing. So, 21 for the attack, sending both bows... Both bows? Both bolts in its direction... Uh, which is an 8 and a 5, which is 13, plus the Hail of Thorns at 3rd level, which is... it's just rolling them... 26. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so 26 from the Hail of Thorns, plus the 13, so 39, please. Yep. Alrighty. And do you get a second attack? Yeah, so that's just the one. I only get to do Hail of Thorns the one time, though, so... So, yeah, pull the trigger again, I guess. Unless you Yeah, 19 else. this time. Does a 19 hit? 19 does hit. That's its AC. Okay, cool. So that's a 4 and a 5. Didn't roll as well on those, but another oh, 9 so damage. Nine more. Yeah, so you pull your trigger twice and... Like two bolts, quickly followed by two more bolts, and accompanied by just an orchestra of arrows from all directions, just absolutely pincushion the dragon. And you notice that the Kiori of they react to it very intuitively, and they all like they form little pockets for all the arrows to sort of embed into the scales between the Kiori. Like you can tell, not a single mouse got hurt by this. They anticipated it. Yeah, they knew exactly how to handle this situation. Maybe they've all been to the Church of Marley Craft and have all studied the way that she, like, works, and so they were like, ooh, yeah, Marley's got a crossbow out. We know how this works. (laughs) (laughs) They heard your Hail of Thorns song, and they were like, it's the song, guys! You know what to do! And they all, like, yeah, like, formed little gaps for the arrows to just pelt. Oh, boy! Um, and yeah, it gets absolutely right. hammered and it just roars I'm this hit you with a hail of thorns. sky shattering <laughs> roar that echoes for you can just guess miles upon miles. Like you hurt, you just really hurt this fucking thing nice. a lot. Good job. Boy, this is getting spicy. Stinky and Blinky perished without a chance. Lightning strikes from Arcus, barrages of crossbow bolts from Marley, giant eagle attacks from Hot Beans, and Frosty's still not going down. I think the squadeth may be in over their heads on this one. We couldn't make the fate of Ison without the love and good vibes that we get from our awesome supporters over on Patreon. They are... Alex Bud Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Irene Cucci, Laura Christian Goodwin and James Blyces from Wheeler Woe Podcast, Sajah Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Dealer, Rihanna Cavalsic, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cop, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nickers from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, KP Squished, Alexandra Litkites, Andrew Evans, Danny Holman from The Grout of It Podcast, Kevin Carver, Dakota Shemansky, Damien Libertan, Andrew M, and Alexander Waffles Williams. If you want to become one of those supporters, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash fateofison and checking out the various reward tiers. Or you could help us out with a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere that you can review podcasts. Podchaser, that's a good one. Just head on over to podchaser.com, find Fate of Ison, and type some nice things about us and put some stars in there. You can go from one to five. And I think the five is better. But be just just do do what your heart says you should do. Anyway, I'm rambling. That's it from me, DM Brad. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you again next time for chapter six, episode eleven. Bye bye.
Are you searching for a D&D podcast that tells a twisted and macabre tale set in a world under siege by cosmic horrors? One that will make you fear for what lurks in the darkness and question your own grasp on reality? To bear witness to a party struggle against their inner demons as they walk the thin line between hero and villain while their sanity frays and falls apart at the seams. Keeping good humor and a joke on their lips as all they know and love crumbles away. The chanting of cults, the corruption of mortals, the nightmares of the cosmos and the whispering of dark gods all awaits you in Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots, a 5th edition D&D podcast. Be sure to listen on any of your favorite podcast providers. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen.